Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Parenting Team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be a sincere gift of ourselves to our kids in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. When it comes to the topic of same-sex attraction, the church has unfortunately often been seen as unforgiving, even harsh in its teachings and attitude towards persons with this condition. And sadly, we must admit, there have been members of the church who have made hurtful comments and shown rather scant regard for the true dignity of these, our brothers and sisters, who too are made in the image and likeness of God, and called to the same greatness as we are, which is to live out that image of authentic love. As a result, many have failed to understand what the church has truly taught and continues to teach in this area. Indeed, many perceive that the church actually condemns those with same-sex attraction. Nothing is further from the truth. On the contrary, the Catechism tells us that, quote, they must be accepted with respect, compassion, and sensitivity. And every sign of unjust discrimination in their regard should be avoided, unquote. So what can we, as Catholic parents, share with our children about what the Church actually teaches on this topic? If we think about it, the whole teaching is really about the basics of our Catechism that we have learned. One, we can only judge the morality of actions. We do not judge persons. Two, every human person is good. Indeed, very good being made in the image and likeness of God. And three, sexual relations are meaningful and good, but only when within the context of marriage. Why? Because as the Catechism tells us once again, sexuality is ordered to the conjugal love of man and woman. Because it is only in that conjugal love, in that complementary union of the husband's male body and the wife's female body, that we can see more clearly an image of Trinitarian love, a love that is free, total, faithful, and fruitful. So in that sense, the church's teaching is not a no to human love, but rather a big, a huge yes to human love in the divine plan. Seen in this proper light, therefore, any inclination to not love as God loves or um, any sexual activity outside of marriage between a man and a woman is outside the right order or, in a sense, disordered, since that will annul the rich symbolism and meaning, not to mention the goals, of the Creator's design for sex. Examples include premarital sex, extramarital sex, incestuous sex, and sexual activity between members of the same sex, among others. After all, all of us are called to holiness and chastity, which is the virtue that enables us to love as God loves in and through our bodies according to the state of life we are in. Whether we are married, engaged, or single, 
It is not just for those with same-sex attraction, it is for all of us. Is chastity easy? Certainly not. As the Catechism tells us, it is a long and exacting work, and it presupposes renewed effort at all stages of life. Now, I can certainly vouch for that. As I've often shared with my wife, it is a constant struggle. But if it is any consolation, it does get better and easier over time with practice. And obviously, we will always need God's grace and each other's support to pull us through. What then should our attitude be towards our brothers and sisters with same-sex attraction? The answer lies in the following questions we must ask ourselves. Are we Jesus to them? Do we love as Jesus loves? So what do we do? First, we accord them the true dignity and love due to every person since they too are made in the image and likeness of God. And therefore, too, we journey with them. We accompany them as best as we can. Every person has a unique story to share with us. If only we would stop and listen, not just with our ears, but also, very importantly, with our hearts. Have we taken the time and effort to listen to their pains and sorrows, their joys, their hopes, their aspirations? Do we share the cross with them or do we make it heavier? I remember popular speaker and author Jason Everett once said something to this effect. We must not regard each person as a problem to be solved, but a mystery to be loved. Besides working with them as Jesus would, we may want to refer them to a spiritual director or a group that can help them on this way, faithful always to the truth of who God is and who we are, and thus faithful to the teachings of the church. After all, as the church has said, departure from the church's teaching in an effort to provide pastoral care is neither caring nor pastoral. In this respect, I'm referring to Courage, an organization that has responded to the church's call to, quote, assist homosexual persons at all levels of the spiritual life through the sacraments, and in particular through the frequent and sincere use of the sacraments of reconciliation, through prayer, witness, counsel, and individual care, unquote. Allow me to end with a quote from the Vatican's letter to the bishops of the Catholic Church on the pastoral care of homosexual persons. Quote, the human person, made in the image and likeness of God, can hardly be adequately described by a reductionist reference to his or her sexual orientation. Everyone living on the face of the earth has personal problems and difficulties. But challenges to growth, strengths, talents, and gifts as well. Today, the church provides a badly needed context for the care of the human person when she refuses to consider the person solely as a heterosexual or a homosexual and insists that every person has a fundamental identity, the creature of God, and by grace, his child, and heir to eternal life." Unquote. In the next episode,
we will interview a Catholic psychologist and counsellor who will share with us the pastoral approach to this topic. Till we meet again, take care and God bless you and your family always. Goodbye.